I think many people, when they're trying to solve for place that helps them thrive, they're not coming from it from senior housing. They're thinking about what's the best place for me to thrive in the chapter that I'm in or going into. It may be senior housing, but it may not. You're listening to Bridge the Gap Season 5, a podcast dedicated to informing, educating, and influencing the future of housing and services for seniors. Powered by sponsors AccuShield, Connected Living, Inquire, One Day, LTC REIT, It's Never Too Late, Meridian Capital Group, Salinity, The Bridge Group Construction, and produced by Salinity Marketing. Welcome to Bridge the Gap Podcast, the senior living podcast with Josh and Lucas. An exciting episode today. We want to welcome Ryan Frederick. He's the CEO of Smart Living 360, author of Right Place, Right Time. He's a consultant and a speaker and a good friend. Welcome to the program, Ryan. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Lucas and Josh. Really excited about this book that you uh, recently launched. You know, you were one of our first interviews on the Bridge the Gap Network uh, several years ago. And uh, at that time, we were talking about uh, your passion around uh, senior housing, specifically uh, around intergenerational living. And we have loved following um, your content. And uh, we're so excited that you have finally released this book, Right Place, Right Time, The Ultimate Guide to, to Choosing a Home for the Second Half of Life. What uh, what sparked you in your passion for senior housing and senior care in older adults? What sparked you to finally write a book and why did you pick this topic? Well, Lucas, it's great to be with the two of you. Just thinking back to when we were uh, together a few years ago, um, and it's been awesome to see the success of Bridge the Gap uh, and your passion. Um, you, you know, for me, Lucas, I it's, it's, this idea of a book is dripping in irony because I studied engineering in, high school, in, in college to avoid reading and writing. <laughs> and then this passion got the better of me. Uh, and what I realized, going back to our conversation a few years ago about intergenerational living and, and the project I co-developed uh, in, the, in the Rockville, Maryland area around age-friendly, really apartment building. And can, can, we, can we create alternatives to traditional housing that broadens uh, the market and helps people meet where they are. I found in that process um, that people didn't necessarily know how significant the choice of place was in the context of a longer life. So we spent a lot of time educating people about why this matters, about how it's more about lifestyle and physical environment than your DNA. You know, your genetics only account for about 30% of your longevity. A lot more is do you have purpose? Are you socially connected? Are you physically active and financially well? And, and so on. And so that took a lot of, um, a lot of time, a lot of sales time, a lot of marketing time. And I realized that, and in some cases, I think people took us at face value, but um, there is some question around objectivity. If, if you're, you know, your objective is to lease units and they're there, or, you know, are we hearing everything? We're hearing the full scoop. So I walked away from that experience thinking um, it would be great if there was a more um, kind of comprehensive way a book thinking about this that you could, that people could digest in advance and then they could choose what's the right like path for them. Um, my, my, I have a brother-in-law who's a successful author. He's, he's sold actually millions of copies. And so he gets it and he kept, and, and, and he's also a psychologist. So he was getting questions sometimes around aging and he's like, Ryan, people don't know what's going on. You got to go help them. 
And so he, he beat me down over, over time. And eventually I capitulated. Um, Johns Hopkins is the publisher. Uh, I, writ, I wrote about a, a third of it, maybe a quarter actually, before the pandemic. Thank goodness it wasn't more. And then I had to uh, uh, kind of rethink um, how, how to elevate the pandemic piece. It's really not about a pandemic so much, but it made me think a bit more about just the idea that we are, um, as we think about place and health, there's, there's a lot of things to consider. So I think this topic of, of, of health uh, and housing is, is more on people's radar screens, no matter the age, because of the pandemic. And, and it, yeah, it came out in October, we're in our third printing. So it's been a fun exercise to see the impact that it's had. Well, Ryan, it's so cool um, having known you and followed you in the industry we entered the the space around the same time 0405 and i've heard you speak at so many events uh even the the event that we were just talking about where we we actually formally i think uh early early days maybe in our first few months of starting bridge the gap we were at an efa conference and i think you were one of the keynotes there um so you've been putting out great content and i love that you've put this book together. Um, I can't wait to read it. And I'm actually going to say this while we're recording because you promised me uh, off recording that you were going to get me an autographed copy. So just let it be said for the record. Now he, he did say that everybody. So I am getting a copy. I am going to read it, but you really wrote this. You told us for the consumer. And I think that's really cool because um, I think all of the executives, the leaders um, in in the world that is listening to this podcast at this moment, we, many of us consider ourselves experts, but how different it is. And I think anybody that's listening that's been through this can relate when your loved one or someone you know, even as experts start navigating, <laughs> how do I find care or a place for my loved one to live, whoever I'm responsible for, it's amazing how much more confusing and and how much real how much more real that becomes. And so the fact that you have written this, I think that speaks volumes. But I think uh, one of the things you said to us was uh, that that's also really cool is the what is happening now from the B2B network, the, the decision makers. So explain to our audience kind of what you've seen happen over the last few months with this book release. Yeah. So, you know, when you write a book and again, the master plan never involved a book, um, but it's hard to um, uh, uh, write with no purpose for 40,000 words. And, and so you have to really think deeply about a subject. And so as much as I wrote it to help people learn about this that maybe aren't, you know, thinking about it as much as we are. I learned a ton writing it with the research behind it, with trying to put my thoughts together in a, in a cogent way, which by the way, I, ha- I hired my daughter who's a, at the time was a sophomore in high school as an editor. And she's, she's a really good reader and writer. She actually, I think she, she would love to be a Supreme court justice in the future. So she's, she's pretty serious. I think she really enjoyed uh, making dad's pages bleed. Um, but, but so I think that, um, one of the things in that process, Josh, uh, just to put a, a framing around it is one of the things that happens is, you know, we come at it often in the field from a senior housing perspective. Um, I think many people, when they're trying to solve for place, 
that helps them thrive, they're not coming from it from senior housing. They're thinking about what's the best place for me to thrive in the chapter that I'm in or going into. It may be senior housing, but it may not. And, and, I, and I very purposely made it not a senior housing book because uh, I talked much more about the, 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 the good about living longer and the science about living longer and why purpose and social connection and physical well-being and financial well-being are so important and place is foundational for all of that. And so if you're a consumer and you're thinking, I want to live a long, healthy life, you should be thinking about place just as much as you think about whether you're eating right, sleeping well, saving. Sometimes we don't do that. And, and I think that that's one of the takeaways. Another takeaway to think about is on, the, on how we think about place. Um, it's not just our four walls. It's what neighborhood are you in? What metropolitan area? Are you urban, rural, suburban? What region of the country? What state? Our place is a composite of all of that. In some cases, your physical dwelling may be great, but your neighborhood isn't. Or, you know, you love your metropolitan area, but you're not in a great neighborhood or, or physical, you know, dwelling. And so there's a lot of elements for people to think about. When we, when we play it into our field, more on the B2B side, I think one of the challenges, and I see this in the strategy consulting work I do with groups across the country, is that um, as, as the field evolves, as the, uh, the boomers and the psychographic uh, differences change for these consumers, we have to make sure that how we talk about what we deliver and what we build and operate really has the language and resonates with these prospective consumers and their families. Um, and so we have to, we have to put like uh, effectively lenses on. So we see it not as the industry, but how does the world look like as a consumer? And I think that's where the book is. I didn't write it for that, but I think that's what's happened. I think that a lot of, a number of leaders, uh, uh, CEOs, leadership teams, sales teams have, have purchased the book because it helps them, I guess, empathize a bit to say, well, if I'm on the other side, how do I think about this? And of the different chapters, senior living is just, it's a short chapter, really. Actually, ironically, it was the hardest one for me to write because I you know, knew too much in some ways. It was the one most edited. But I think it, it helps people say, what's my value proposition? in this landscape. And also from an innovation perspective, one of the questions I think some groups are, 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 are grappling with is, am I in the senior housing business or I'm, in, or I'm in the business of creating great places for older adults to thrive? And that you can get dif different answers when you ask those questions. Uh, last thing on this, uh, the question is that I've seen, uh, as I mentioned earlier in my leasing experience for the stories at Congressional Plaza, it's just that education takes a long time. And so if there's ways that um, consumers can get educated efficiently um, on their own time, I've seen that be valuable for some senior housing organizations too, because it's a unrelated entity writing about this, talking about the pros and cons of senior housing. But if you if they do work on their own and then they come back, they're more educated, you know, they're a more informed consumer and you tend to be more efficient then about uh, about narrowing narrowing a fit and, and, and kind of moving forward. Hey, Senior Living Influencer, we have an event for you. So many of you have heard about our VIP Ignite experience and it is time for you to request your invite. It's gonna be in Nashville, August 28th through the 30th and you are not gonna wanna miss this event. Join us for Dream Again. Check out VIPIgniteExperience.com 
to request your invitation. We hope to see you there. Well, Ryan, I couldn't be more excited about what you're doing and what a great tool uh, this consumer-based uh, information can be to us in the industry and what an effective tool um, for companies to be able to give their prospective residents or just the folks that they're helping um, kind of navigate, like where is going to be the best place for them. Lucas, I, I'm thinking out loud here for just a minute, which is, a, you know, a very dangerous thing that I, oh. I do, especially when we're recording. But we talk a lot about, man, one of the, you know, big bucket things is, is if Bridge the Gap uh, could ever be a small part of helping to change the public perception of senior housing as we refer to it. But what what would the world, what would our industry, this business we call senior housing, senior living, look like if all of our administrators, marketing, sales, leasing teams that are typically the front line of helping consumers, helping that adult son or daughter or helping that older aging person find the right place, what would it look like if we were truly looking at it through the consumer's lens and navigating that person to the right place, which may not always be our place. If that is what we became known for, how much different would the public perception be? I think that's a great thought for our listeners and it's a great goal for any of us as providers to strive for. What are your thoughts on that? Well, um, I'd love to hear Ryan comment on that. <laughs> well, I think we were all scared, Josh, when you said you're, uh, you know, you're, you're thinking on the fly here, what was coming up. It's <laughs> terrifying. Uh, trust me. Yeah, no, I could see Lucas's face. Um, <laughs> so no, I mean, I think it's, it's a great question. Um, I mean, I think there are part of it's around trust and, you know, I think that, um, uh, I'll take on a, a controversial topic for a moment, and that's uh, that's a place for mom. And a place for mom has done some great stuff. I mean, it's, it has connected tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands uh, of people to a place when they had an urgent need. And, and without that resource, um, it, it people would probably, there'd be a lot of those people floundering, trying to find a, a spot that can work. And, and so I think they've done a great service in some ways. The downside has been that, you know, they really only refer people to my knowledge in their network. And so is that necessarily like a hundred percent trustworthy source? Not necessarily. Mm -hmm. And, and these, and we're in an era right now where, where trust is, 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 is a scarce commodity because for a bunch of reasons at the moment, and these are it's loved ones or it's you. And, and these are big decisions. In some cases, they feel pretty irreversible. When you sell that house and then move in, that's a you know that's a big change. If you make the wrong decision, it's 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 perhaps bigger than a whoops. Um, and so I think that I think there is a role, you know, Josh, and and I think that there. Um, how do you have the right the right type of content? Have it be objective, um, and ideally more than just place. You know, it's there's a lot of factors in it, but I think I think there is a need. Uh, certainly, um, and, and I and I, it'd be great if there was a way for Bridge of the Gap or others to to find some mechanism to just make that process easier for people. You know, I think at the moment a lot of that burden falls on 
individuals trying to make sense of it. And then on the sales teams, mapping out if there was a way that more could be done on the front end, then it would be easier just to connect people to the right, you know, the, the best situation. Well, I think you touched on a point of it when you brought up A Place for Mom, which I think the original intention and mission of A Place for Mom, I was one of the early adopters of that years and years ago. I think the early mission and intention was pure and and worthy. Um, and like maybe many things it, 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 it in growth and things like that, maybe you lose sight of mission or maybe it just gets executed in ways that people don't understand. But I really believe, you know, this kind of, uh, changing perception, going back to that, this, this is a great thought in some of the concepts that you've outlined in the books that again, just get us thinking through the consumer's lens. If our focus is ultimately on understanding the consumer's needs and then guiding them and being a resource to help them navigate, whatever that may be, the, that is the best place for them because of the the housing portion or because of the, the care or the emotional component or the spiritual, whatever component it is, what is best for them? I think we can never go wrong if we have that at the forefront and regardless to build trust and transparency with the consumer, if we can get to a point as providers where they trust us to know that we're going to educate them on who we are and what we do, but we're also going to educate them on and guide them to whatever is best for them. And we have that at the forefront. I can't help but think that that is ultimately one of the big secret ingredients to this <laughs> cake that we can bake of changing public perception. And so, so appreciate your um, efforts and willingness to just uh, spend all the time Right. And I hope you are wildly rewarded for your efforts on this passion project. I hope every listener will go and get this book. I hope you'll share it with your teams and uh, share it with your consumers uh, that are coming to whatever product or service you offer. Lucas, what a fun time um, kind of reminiscing, first of all, on some of the early days of Bridge the Gap, but always awesome to have you on, Ryan. I so appreciate it. It's uh, it is a passion project, um, as 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 the bridge gap has been for the two of you, and it's been fun to see it play out over time. You know, the uh, psychologists refer to that as intrinsic motivation. You know, you just have that desire, um, and 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 I, I think we share that. Um, a, a couple of things to that. One is um, I am is is this wasn't part of the master plan either, but what's happened now is the response to the book has been so encouraging and positive and the notes where it's made an impact on people's lives, I found really motivating. And so I'm now in the process of, of taking some of the content from the book and other ideas and making a more conscious effort of digitizing that, creating some videos around it. So you'll see some of those changes forthcoming on the Smart Living 360 website. Um, I do have uh, at least once a month provide a blog that's more consumer focused. Sometimes it makes a more direct link to housing and health like Got Mold, which was a recent one, which I know Lucas is an expert in. Um, but I've also what I've done is uh, in the book, I have a section early on. Uh, it's an assessment. I didn't know necessarily um, what would be received well, um, but what ended up happening was that piece got a lot of positive feedback saying that was really helpful because it then made me think as a reader, 
am I in the right place? And this book is really written for people, I would say in their 50s, once the kids are gone, really through their mid 80s when they can still plan. You know, normally when there's an urgent episode, you don't necessarily have enough time to read a book. It's like your, your time is measured more in hours necessarily, you know, days or weeks. Um, but so that assessment tool I've recently added to the Smart Living 360 website. So it's an easy way to take the three minutes and evaluate, well, am I in the right place? Um, and I found that has been really interesting to see the results from people that start engaging that thinking because going back to senior housing providers for a moment, if we're just a place uh, to provide care, and while that's really important, no doubt, especially when it's mission-driven and, and like quality of care is great, um, we're leaving opportunities on the table because we have an opportunity to help people think more deeply about purpose you know, in their life, which is a key driver for life satisfaction, having something that you get excited about every day, ideally that's larger than yourself. And then being socially connected, really, you know, are you part of a community? You have the both loose connections and, and, and then deeper connections. And then are you physically active and, and so on? So there are, if, if we see, going back to your point, Josh, if to the extent we're able to be seen, not just as an efficient way to get loving and, and, and beautiful care, but actually seen as a place to really live the best next chapter in a broader sense, it's, it's the value proposition is so much stronger and you have a bigger impact on people's lives. So that, that, I think that's also, you know, part of the story to be told. And, and, and as I mentioned with the assessment tool, it gives people a chance to say, well, am I in the right place? Sometimes it's like, well, wait a second, I may want to age in place, but now I look at it, maybe it's not the best thing. What would be other, other options? I love it. Yeah, that's, uh, that's so important. And to our listeners that are, you know, really wanting to dive into this, we're going to make sure that we put those links in the show notes so that they can utilize that assessment, uh, assessment tool, um, and, and, and get that out there. I think, you know, it's the, it's the perfect way where you have that engineering background, that critical thinking, uh, mixed with this passion and you've been able to create ways to, to get to, uh, resources and solutions in a way that can help many, many people. So uh, we'll make sure we connect with Ryan and the book and the assessment and everything in the show notes so that our listeners and our audience can be able to use that. What a great time together today, Ryan. We appreciate it. Uh, wish you big success with this book and really hoping to see you soon. Awesome. Well, we really, really enjoyed it. Uh, and it does bring flashbacks as well to several years ago. So I, I'm grateful. Well, great. Thank you so much. And thanks to everybody for listening to another great episode of Bridge the Gap. Thanks for listening to Bridge the Gap podcast with Josh and Lucas. Connect with the BTG Network team and use your voice to influence the industry by connecting with us at btgvoice.com. 